No, I mean, Georgia has a lot of counties, though. It, they're, yeah, Georgia's counties are very small. There's so many of them. Like, it looks like somebody took, like, a glass, like, a tempered glass state and dropped it. <laughs> Basically, that's what Georgia looks like with all the counties. That is, that is the best description of what Georgia's county lines look like that I've ever heard. Thank you for that. <laughs> I'm here for you, Mike. <laughs> Episode 428. It's a podcast. I'm Mike and I'm Todd. They see me mowing my front lawn. I know they're all thinking I'm so wide and nerdy. Welcome to the show, Todd. Thanks, Mike. I am totally white and nerdy. My name's Todd. I mean, that's a giveaway. <laughs> That's right. It's a new guest. Andy, challenge accepted. And uh, um, what do you do when you complete a challenge? Challenge accepted and completed. That's it. That's the word I was looking for. No, like uh, right after I had scheduled you, Todd, one of the regular guests, Andy challenged me to find a totally new guest for, for the following week. But I, I'd already we'd already scheduled you for this week. And it's like five weeks later than that. So but anyway, you're here now. Yay. Welcome to Nurburger, Todd. You. Now, is that does that count as cheating? The fact that like you actually knew me from some context before. I mean, was he challenging you to just find some random guest like off the street or? No, it was it was find a a new guest, someone who hadn't been on the show before. Or trying to you know send a tweet to George Clooney and get him on the show, <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> there was there was um a time when we uh we try we were going to try to um alert owen wilson to the fact that we were making fun of him on the show but uh he's apparently not on social media so i couldn't couldn't tweet him his lawyer probably is though his lawyer yeah <laughs> yeah but who's that i don't know <laughs> i don't know some 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 building that has a, a full uh contingent of lawyers that are basically doing nothing but to try to go after people on social media for harassing their clients I don't know. maybe <laughs> No, he, I think he would have done it, though, if you could reach. <laughs> well, we weren't, you know, we were just, I, I discovered that I could, I can do uh, Owen Wilson's voice, sort of. So we were doing that. Like, uh, okay, so wow, you, you... I'm Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty much all it was. <laughs> Except you'd have to pan the, the camera over to the monkey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mr. Mr. McGiblets would yes. have to have to fill in. <laughs> he's on. He's on on a, on a microphone. Anyway, so Todd, who are you? Who am I? Why? How oh, do gosh. I know you? Where'd you come from? Uh, somehow we managed to be in college at the same time. Oh, that's true. Yes, yeah, that's that's where we met. We met in our. You were school. a much more active participant in the whole <laughs> college part of it than I was, but. Uh... <laughs> well, you know. Some people thrive in that environment. Some people um, manage to uh, graduate, like me, and and then other people um, say F this crap, <laughs> and they go do something else. <laughs> well, I had every intention of finishing. Um, because though, I mean, like 
the degree path that, that we chose at the time was not for normal people. I don't know if you consider yourself a normal person. I don't think oh, I'm, no, a I'm not a person, but uh, <laughs> yeah, basically like being chained to a desk for a hundred hours a week. Um, <laughs> it was fun for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's only so many sleepless nights of goofing around, you know, that you can do in a row before you get tired of it. Yeah. And uh, I never really got cavities until architecture school because of all the Mountain Dew. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's that. It's not good for your health, architecture school. Well, they don't tell you that in the shiny brochures. No, no, no. And they, they jokingly tell you that, uh, Get used to being chained to a desk for a hundred hours and not getting paid for it because that's going to be your job when you get out of here. Ha ha ha! And you think surely that's not real? Oh no, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just some passive aggressive <laughs> offhand comment. <laughs> this will happen. You know, it's like they, really, and I'm paying money to go to school for this, and then and then this is what awaits. But then again. You know, like there's a lot of really famous architects that are household names. And uh, there, there are a few. Yeah. Funny thing about them is most of them had money before they became architects. Shh, I don't want to tell people that. That's, that's... <laughs> nobody got <laughs> those nobody are some of those secrets that are not discussed. Yeah. <laughs> the only people that get rich being architects were uh, is because they were also developers. <laughs> At yeah, the same like time, Portman. they were architects. Yeah, exactly. Probably the most famous architect in Atlanta. Remember he came and visited our class? Was that like, fir- first year when I wasn't there? That was supposed to be everybody. Yeah, I wasn't like there. The, if you When you, were, you guys were in first year, I transferred in, remember? Yeah, and, uh, well, I mean, shoot, he was in his 80s then? I mean, this is like 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, he's so, dead. He's I'm, dead now. Yeah, he, he passed on, but. Although not you know, that he, long ago. <laughs> <laughs> he was push, no, he made, he almost made it to a hundred yeah. or something like that. I mean, he he had a pretty long run. Um, I don't know if James made commentary on this, but I mean, whoever was sitting next to him, like either he was wearing like Depends and they were ripe or something oh. like that. You know, like it, it's kind of like you know, it's John Portman, you know, faint, but he's you know he's a doddering old man at that point and has typical doddering old man type of mannerisms and and. And I guess uh, smells emanating from him at that point. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's like you don't want to meet your heroes. Granted, he was not necessarily a hero of mine, but, you know, he's just the famous Atlanta architect everybody, you know, knows about. It's you know, John Portman's junkyard, they call it, the whole downtown area. Yeah. But, well, yeah, he came in and... Uh, didn't, for, for, for listeners who don't know anything about architecture and um, uh, good for you, we envy you. Um, he, he pretty much invented like the giant downtown hotel with the huge multi-story and by multi-story, I mean like 30, 40, 50 story atrium inside. Right. That's kind of his thing. Yeah. If anybody's been, he did cause he did the peach tree tower, I think. And he did, of course the, you know, the, the big giant atrium. I can't even remember the name of the hotel. It's one of the Which... ones where they have dragon con. There you go. So anybody who's been to Dragon Con, you you probably experienced the atrium. But... Did you did you ever go to that when you were here? I, I did not. Okay, I went once, and I was like, okay, this is enough. <laughs> I've never been to any con. Well, like, it's it's gotten so out of control here. They get like eighty thousand people a year now, or you know when they have it because they did they didn't have it last year. 
but the year before True. that, it was like 75, 80,000 people. So and it started off as like a small cult thing, like, you know, any other con or like Burning Man or something like that, where, you know, it was kind of a select cast of people that participate, but now, but now it's everybody. Everybody goes. Like probably a lot of people just go just to, to people watch. That's right. Yeah, that's all I did when, when, when I was there. I, I there's went, lots of people, you know, doing cosplay and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, um, walked around and, and like picked people out and just walked up to them and interviewed them and then included the sound bites in the following week's episode of nerd burger. Like I, we talked to, um, it was black Deadpool. <laughs> so it was, it was a guy that had like a Deadpool and I didn't even know what the hell Deadpool was. Like I had to be informed. Really? You, you have never seen any of the Deadpool movies? No, 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 no. This is like oh, this, seven this years ago pre- or something. Okay. Yeah. This was before the first movie. So he was, his, his Deadpool costume was black with red accents instead of red with black accents. And he was a black guy. <laughs> so he's like, I'm black Deadpool. But that shouldn't matter because Deadpool wears a mask. <laughs> No, but this guy was just having fun with it. Right. <laughs> um, we talked to him. We talked to, I don't remember what the other, what the other costumes were. And it's, it's been, like I said, it was seven or eight years ago. It's been a long time, but um, yeah, that's, we just walked around, looked at people, ate food, went to some kind of like podcasting, <laughs> uh, you know, presentation, like how to, how to better your podcast or whatever. And there were like people that were, quote unquote famous podcasters that were right. ma- making money off of podcasting didn't learn anything <laughs> and then we just kind of walked past all of the the lines that were a mile long uh, that were people waiting to get into the panels that had actual famous people on them and like yeah i'm not standing around for three hours just just for that so yeah that just sounds kind of i don't know and any involvement of long lines yeah it's no. just kind of like maybe I'm just celebrity ignorant or something like that. It's like, okay, is this person worth me standing in this line for literally hours? And they're just going to be like, basically say, Hey, buy my book, watch my movie. And then I've never been there. They're going to tell you like one or two of their behind the scenes stories about filming, whatever movie that they're famous for that you could probably just watch on YouTube anyway, and hear them tell the story from the other con from a year ago. Like what? I don't get it. I didn't like standing in line for amusement park rides when I was a kid. Pretty much, yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, is it really same worth thing this? as amusement park? Only it's for like you know <laughs> fanboys and stuff like that. Yeah, that would be more fun if the famous people were actually in costume and you had to go find them. <laughs> like, uh, like uh, what's his name? Uh, Brian Cranston did it at some comic con, like at the height yeah. of Breaking Bad, where he went in like the Walter White outfit, like the pants and the shirt. And he had like a Walter White bald cap with that with a face that looked like Walter White, but it was actually him underneath it. And he was See, just walking around talking to people. Yeah. And like people probably didn't even know. No, like, they didn't. Oh, it's just another person cosplaying. Oh, nice, nice, you know, Walter White costume there, buddy. Like I think you I even think, have the voice down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I think the reveal was him walking up on, on stage on at the panel and then taking the you know, the mask off. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, it was that me the whole time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, guess guess which costumed up celebrity uh, character is the actual celebrity who played that character. Yeah, pretty much. Or I mean, like a Star Wars con where you know, hey, there's a celebrity in a stormtrooper outfit. 
and there's like you know <laughs> fifty or sixty stormtroopers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or the slur instantly dressed as the generic Jedi, that sort of thing. You yeah. know, just like the brown robe and you have to go and, and plastic talk, lightsaber talk to everyone in a costume and try to guess the voice and see if that's a famous person pretty much out of like the thousands of people there yeah and then there have to be this would be some sort of a prize i don't know i mean instead of the celebrity just saying like oh you got me you know the jigs up you know <laughs> like a bunch of bells and whistles go off and confetti falls from the ceiling above <laughs> yeah. wherever they happen to be congratulations you found me <laughs> Now everybody can see where I am because all the confetti falling and the and the you know whoopee lights whooping and all that sort of thing. <laughs> whoopee lights, I like that. Yeah, you know they're you know like the dome lights with the spinning lens. I've never you know, like, heard them called whoopee lights before. I like that. I don't know where I picked that up. It, it's not important. <laughs> so you used to live here, but now you live in uh, the. Greater Seattle metropolitan area, in the- which is basically, well, I live in a town called Bremerton, which tries to distinguish itself from the rest of Seattle, but it's, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like saying you live in Marietta and, and claiming you live in Atlanta. Sure. It is both wrong and right at the same time. <laughs> You're, you live in the suburb of Seattle. Yes. Yes. But it's the other side of the sound. So that's why Bremerton tries to make that distinction. Ah. There's, basically there's like well you gotta take a boat to you. get yeah. to seattle but then again i mean downtown seattle by the crow's fly is basically like you know like eight miles away wait do you have so to not take, that far you have to take a boat or can you take a car it just takes a really really long time really long time okay yeah you can drive all the way down to the tacoma narrows bridge which is the one that fell down into puget sound many years ago was that the one that 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 got all uh dancy and jumpy yeah, Galloping Gertie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, some engineers thought they were on top of their game with that one. They didn't take harmonic resonance of the wind flowing through the Tacoma Narrows into consideration. And then the bridge turned into a sine wave, which is bad. basically, yeah. It's a very yep. bad thing to happen to a bridge. <laughs> yeah. Like that one car out in the middle of there. Yeah. yeah. Like they, they had an easy insurance claim on that one. But I love how the, the, the footage of that, like somebody was filming it you know, right before it happened. And then they're like, oh crap, ran out of film. I got to change the cartridge. And then they got the film in right after it broke and started to fall. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> like, damn it. <laughs> so anyways, you got to drive all the way down, uh, over that bridge and the new basically one, <laughs> go to Tacoma and then drive North from Tacoma to downtown. Yeah. And touching upon, what we were kind of discussing before about, you know, pandemic and post-pandemic pre-pandemic i don't know whatever i guess way we post-pandemic now but anyways like you, you used to be able to drive all the way down and up in like maybe an hour but now it's back to the usual two and a half hours. oh boy well there's always there's always the, the the hot spots of traffic slowdowns and stuff you know there's road work or there'd be the one cop on the side of the road doing their due diligence shooting radar and like everybody slows down to you know like five miles an hour you know it's just a cop sitting there you know, on a motorcycle. Something. Right. And and you really only need to slow down to the speed limit. You don't have to slam on your brakes. Yeah. There's a one person that was texting on their phone going by the cop and they're Oh like, crap. You know, I was having... doing, yeah, I was, I was breaking six laws at the same time. Shit, break, yeah. break, break. They got to like shove their phone out of the line of sight and then slam on their brakes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> put their, put their Taco Bell down. 
basically yeah put their uh, close their laptop put their laptop away (laughs) put their cocaine away in their their ak-47 under their seat and all that stop putting their stop putting on their makeup yep which we know is called farting right so they were farting in their car can't do that that that, that's against the law absolutely not look it up it's a real word fard fard as an f-a-r-d correct farting farting See, it sounds like something else. It does. That that would you know come later after the tacos. But... <laughs> well, you know, you want to put your makeup back on uh, after you're done eating, right? Because you, you you probably wiped a bunch of it off on your napkin. This is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, that's a beautiful day here. I don't know how it is down in uh, the it's... dirty, dirty. <laughs> it's beautiful here too. And it's going to be 80, which is, that's about as warm as it usually gets here. Yeah. I think we're also 80, 81 today. We were like 77 yesterday. Like anything beyond 80 and everybody just says, nope. I'm going to do it. <laughs> is it humid too? Like it's humid all the time, right? Like that's because it's rainy and foggy. Well. And there's ferns growing underneath everything, right? Uh, ferns and moss, and oh, there's like a, a green patina of slime <laughs> on most things <laughs> during the during the rainy season. Yeah. Um, Seattle is actually pretty kind of misunderstood in its weather because people think that like you know the default it's just either raining or thinking about raining or just got done raining with the thought of more rain. I mean, the rain is is uh it's more like a mist. Like Atlanta probably gets like 10 times the amount of rain as we do. Yeah. Which, you know, that's an exaggeration, but Seattle gets like 35 inches of rain a year, which actually is not that much. That doesn't sound like much. Because it just comes, you know, very gentle, you know, throughout the duration of days, that sort of thing. Whereas like, you know, Atlanta will get a thunderstorm and get like half of the rain that we get for, you know, (laughs) a month in like five minutes. Yep. And uh, and then this is what we don't tell people is that basically from I would say now usually it's this is kind of like an earlier start to summer usually the unofficial start of summer here is July fifth which means that July fourth it rained and it's crap you know people <laughs> want to go outside and cook out and see fireworks but no it's raining and then like <laughs> then the rain will stop you know like the, the the valve gets turned off you know the proverbial like oh from the heavens you know like as the clouds part like the red sea uh and then it's sunny until basically october oh it's wow. like sunny every day like, with no humidity just perfect blue skies um yeah we don't tell people <laughs> it's so, like no no we want to cultivate the, the you know rains all the time here because i mean this is kind of a hot market in itself i mean there, there's there's more cars than road. There's more people than houses. You know, there, there's lots of those kinds of problems. And by not saying that our summer's really nice, kind of help alleviate that maybe. I don't know. I mean, that's what we tell ourselves. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a native here anyway, so I, I, I'm not an authority, but yeah, I'm, I'm one of those people that came here that may or may not have been welcome. Cause I'm, you know, again, <laughs> contributing to more traffic and, right. And, you know, more strain on, on this and that and what have you. So um, it's, it's a lot like Atlanta here except it's the same latitude as Bangor, Maine. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, everything's kind of spread out and you got to drive a lot. That's it's, it's hilly. Uh, 
it's really hilly uh lots of trees obviously different trees though than than here uh yeah but kind of the same it's it's not like the the long the long needle uh yellow pines or whatever they are down there that you know create pine straw right uh here it's dug firs but they're they're still messy pine trees and we get a windstorm through here they actually literally hook a snow blade up to the town trucks and they plow all the tree branches off the road (laughs) (laughs) it's a sight to behold we haven't really had a windstorm that bad in a couple years but yeah they'll put the snow plows on and then plow the roads to get the branches and pine cones and all that stuff (laughs) tree plow yeah (laughs) now have you seen the, the article about um, things that people have been doing while, you know, quote, working from home, end quote. What do you mean? What they've, what, what they're doing, what they're doing as opposed to what they should be doing. <laughs> right. Sort of okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're working from home. You know, there's, there's the, the, the word work in the, in that in phrase. quotes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But instead people are, uh, you know, smoking a lot of weed, getting drunk, <laughs> uh, having sex. <laughs> Surfing a lot of porn. <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> Streaming a lot of TV and movies. Yeah. 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 That, you know, on company time. Yeah. And uh, the article didn't really mention that there was a huge reduction in productivity. <laughs> Which makes you wonder. It makes you wonder. Yeah. Like, what, what were people doing when they were at the office working, supposedly? Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter, yeah. <laughs> Day trading Bitcoin, I don't know. Um, Just staring off into space. Yeah, I did a lot of that. Um, <laughs> like Peter Gibbons in Office Space. Like, yeah, I pretty much just zone out for like an hour. I do that again after lunchtime. <laughs> Somebody comes in to wipe the drool off my face once in a while. That's a real thing. Play, yeah, there was all this Tetris. stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard all all the you know the 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 faux pas have happened. You know, like people are actually Donald ducking it during a meeting, that sort of thing. Where yeah, know, that happens a lot. Where <laughs> people that like go into the bathroom with their laptop, that sort of thing to use use the the bathroom, you know, and forget and yeah, un- forget the meeting's themselves. still hot, you know, yeah. like the the <laughs> webcam is built into the computer. You know, it's like you think they at least like shut the laptop. Or something like that, or, or not bring it with them. I mean, unless that's something they just do indicatively, like every time they go into the bathroom, that's part of their their ritual or whatever. They're going to bring the laptop in there with them and you know, do what they have to do. That sort of thing. That's going to be that's going to be kind of the, the fun stuff that with the pandemic on the way out is is going to you know have to be replaced with like the ring doorbell cams or something like that. That's going to be like. <laughs> Yeah, ba- we're going to go back to, you know, people stealing packages and crazy that things happening, thing. you know, accidents happening in, in, in your front yard and whatever. Well, there was a bit on the radio. It was, it was another, you know, community at its finest caught on a ring cam where apparently uh, this guy who actually lived in a rural area went outside and cut a fart so loud oh, no. that the neighbors across the, the, the road, and these are like five acre lots oh god like the neighbors across the street heard the fart <laughs> and, and the ring doorbell camp captured you know 
this guy blowing it out and then he, he just started uncontrollably giggling you know, of course because it was epic and uh <laughs> of course it's on the, the ring cam and it, you know it, it got clouded somewhere so it's it's there you know and yeah. i don't know if his wife posted it or something it got out obviously and, it, and it's just i mean it's another fine example of of cameras and microphones being places at just the right time i guess i don't know but <laughs> i remember like when we were kids like the doorbell was just you know the doorbell yeah that's all it did yeah Ding it dong. just it just rang it, di- it didn't you know record everything for posterity <laughs> that's still something that i mean i don't know if it's just me getting old or whatever i still have to kind of wrap my brain around that it's like you know i better not scratch my butt or you know the front part of my, my body while at the door. Cause <laughs> you don't need any motion at your front when yeah. you're at someone else's front. Basically and like the whole, the whole <laughs> antics of, you know, ring and run and setting the, the flaming uh, bag of dog poop on fire you know, on somebody's that's, that's just going to be gone. That's going to be like one of those things when we're all like, remember when we were kids and we did this, you know, it's like, you yeah. can't get away with that. What's well, like a, uh, like prank phone calls. Nobody can do those anymore because everybody knows who's calling them. Yeah. I mean, that would be definitely a Darwin award thing. You try to prank call somebody that you've called before and like they have saved your name in a contact list or something like that. But people would do that. I think you can, you can still prank, prank call like businesses and commercial numbers and stuff like that. I think because it didn't, uh... they have caller ID. I mean, how do you prank call a business now? Because you get a phone tree when you like, yeah. like you have to work really hard just to get to an actual human being you have to prank so call you go a mom through the and whole, pop like, shop yeah you call up the business like, i want to prank call this business and like okay press one for english and then like you know if you need to talk to this department or you know whatever until you finally get to who you need to talk to and you're gonna tell them hey your refrigerator's running you better go catch it that sort of thing well they brought they brought back that show crank anchor so they got to be calling somebody i've never seen it really Never seen it. Yeah. That's where they, they do prank phone calls and they, they uh, act them out with like Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> act them out like, like basically like, what is it like a Muppet that's doing the phone call? No, they'll like, they'll act out the, uh, the scene, whatever they think is, is, uh, is going on on the other end of the, of the phone call. The person. Who oh, answers. okay. So yeah, basically they'll, they'll have the, so they actually do call a real business or a real person. Oh yeah. Yeah. This, it was but on, the, this was on the air like 20 years ago and then they, they just brought it back recently. Oh, okay. it's got Adam Carolla, isn't it? Are they just generic Muppets or are they like actual legit Muppets? Like no, they're Kermit the frog or miss piggy. Or they're no, they're not real, <laughs> you know, trademark Muppets. They're they're <laughs> but they're done in that style. Okay. So, you know, big, Big fuzzy heads and googly eyes, all that sort of thing. Like some derivative of like Cookie Monster. All right, here we go. So this is a uh, this is <laughs> my favorite from the original uh, run of Crank Anchors. When was this broadcast? Does it say? No, it doesn't. It was from many years ago. So probably at least from the aughts or the nineties. Yeah, probably around the uh, the turn of the century. <laughs> Which was 20 years ago. I know. All right, here we go. This is Brack. 
Hello, this is Niall Standish calling. Hello, sir. <laughs> Hello. I was calling because I had some questions about caulk for my bathroom. Okay, so you're going to want mildew resistant? Yeah, sounds all right. Okay. I'm sure you know more about caulk than I do. Okay. Now, how big is this caulk? Um, it is in a 10-ounce ten, ten tube, right. and it comes in clear. Now, does the caulk smell? Um, it's got kind of an order to it um, yes. for about 24 hours. Oh, and that'll dissipate. Is there a taste to the caulk? Um, what I mean, was the last question? Is it dangerous? Is it poisonous in case the caulk gets in my mouth? Or so the collar eye? is a muppet. Um, well, you, you don't want to get it in your eye. They're all muppets. There's like solvents in it. Hang on. I mean, it's a uh, it's an acid. So there there's a there's a guy dressed up in like a you know Royal Navy looking kind of outfit with a big handlebar mustache in his bathroom at home on the phone. <laughs> that's the guy that's that's Niall Standish, right? And then there's just some random guy like with a mustache and like an apron, you know, at a hardware store. And there's right. there's okay. a set like there's a hardware store where there's paint on the you know shelves with paint. Behind him, there's like other people in the store, and he's standing next to a shelf full of tubes of caulk that says "Cock Corner." <laughs> <laughs> tubes of cack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hopefully, that doesn't get edited out. I don't know if that was infringing on the uh, the no no territories. What you're just pronouncing uh, "cock" like somebody from uh, up north. Cack. Pretty much, yeah. yeah tube of cack. Yeah. There's nothing, nothing wrong about any of this. But then the guy goes on uh, to, to ask uh, the hardware store guy um, if he has any black and if it's if it's bigger. Did I say cock or I might have to bleep that one out? <laughs> oh, no. I think I said black. You're going to have to bleep it twice now. Oops. <laughs> That's OK. It's less work when they're all together uh, in the same in the same space. So that's Crank Yankers. Yeah. <laughs> go go ahead and and YouTube that one. Hear the rest of it. But they're making it again. It's on it's on TV again or it was. I don't I'm not sure. That should be on streaming. It's on like, Comedy Central. Oh, okay. Comedy Central. Uh, you know what? I actually do not have a cable subscription right now. So everything I do is streaming. Yeah. Well, good for you. That's that's the way things are going. How many streaming services do you subscribe to? <laughs> and, is, uh, and does it cost more than cable did <laughs> well if not that well many, i mean then you're, you're it, probably it okay. brings the whole cable thing into context where like i can have all my television watching needs be basically fulfilled by like two or three yeah streaming services do and, you uh, do you juggle them do you you know get one for a couple of months watch what you want to watch then get rid of it and get a get a different one you know, not by choice because sometimes I forget the logins to uh, some of them. Oh, so you're still like, paying for them, but you don't have access to them. <laughs> well, see, that's what they like. Like those companies like people like me. Where like, you know, let's see, I got Disney Plus just so I could watch The Mandalorian. Yep. And The Mandalorian <laughs> is over now, so you should. So be I have not been Disney watching Plus. Disney Plus. <laughs> but you're still paying for it. But I'm still paying for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, okay, again, my, you know, my thing with that was uh, a couple of years ago, I got um, I got HBO, whatever it was called at the time. I think it was called HBO Now. <laughs> it's yeah, just it's HBO, HBO Max. Plus now? HBO Max, because it's HBO and Cinemax Max, together. Okay. But I got it to watch the final season of Game of Thrones. Or maybe it was, no, it was the second to last season of Game of Thrones. So it was three years ago. And then 
I never I never turned it off. Like I think I I think I had it and didn't watch it and paid for it for like nine months all the way around to until the the next, which was the final season of Game of Thrones. So who in your household finally caught that? Me. So you caught it? Okay. But the thing was, Um, is like I would it would come up on the podcast like every once in a while. Like, oh, crap, I got to remember. to. (laughs) I still have HBO. Darn it. I got to remember to turn that off. And then I wouldn't. But most of my viewing is actually through Amazon Prime, which, I mean, I have that anyway to just to buy stuff. Right. Um, so. Do you need Prime, though, living in, in Seattle? Like, do, shouldn't they just deliver everything really fast anyway? You would think. I don't know. I mean, I, I might just be a big sucker because I'm paying extra for what I would get for not paying for Prime. But that's a good question. I would have to cancel Prime and see. I'd have to actually, you know, run an experiment. Yeah. Like. But I think basically what they're going to do is they're, you know, let's say with Prime and you order within four hours, you'll get it by like the next day a lot of the time. That's nice. So I imagine if I don't have Prime, they'll just, you know, you, you'll get it when you get it. That sort of thing. It still could be the next day, but it may not. I don't know if it's just an assurance, but yeah, it, it would require, you know, sciencing the crap out of it to, <laughs> to find out what exactly Prime actually brings to the table around here. So, um, how Matt Damon of you. Yes, I, I just watched that movie last week. Really? Actually. For yeah. the first time? No, it was probably like the 20th time. Oh, okay. It, 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 um, so you uh agree with me in that 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 is one of those movies you can watch whenever it's on, and no matter like if it's if it starts a half an hour into it, you just sit there and watch the rest of it anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Or you can just have it just be an ambient in the background and mm-hmm. it's fine, that sort of thing. So, but yeah, there are certain movies I've definitely watched more than common sense would dictate, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, mean, I have the Blu ray, so it, it was, you know, it was basically my prerogative to play it anyway, but it's kind of weird. Um, I still buy Blu rays, you know, I, I guess maybe that that's kind of a throwback to an earlier age, but. I like to, uh, yeah, I still buy CDs for music because I want the physical thing. Like, it's the ultimate backup. Even though yep. I rip it on my computer and, and, and get it on my phone and my all my devices and everything, and I have Apple Music, which gives me access to everything anyway, I still want that physical CD for some stupid reason. And I'm sort of, I'm, I'm finally kind of getting out of that with optical video, DVDs and Blu-rays. Like for a while there, I was buying the Blu-ray specifically that had, you know, know, it's like Blu-ray plus 4K plus digital. And then you'd get to take the digital code and plug it into your whatever service you use and get the copy that way. But not everything comes with that. And I'm like, do I really want to buy a Blu-ray and (laughs) pay pay for it to get it on my iTunes, on my Apple TV? I'm like, "Mm, not really. So I've just been buying stuff on on the Apple TV and not getting Have you gotten into vinyl at all? No. With the music? No, no, that I've I've managed to avoid. I really? will I will buy vinyl stuff that comes if it's the only way to get it. Cuz like a lot of the the types of music that, you know, we listen to in architecture school, <laughs> it, that's the still the same music that I listen to now like the bands that are right. still making music, like they'll put out like a single on vinyl that has a code where you go to the website and download the mp3 and that's the literally the only way to get it you have to like it's not on a cd 
you know. So, you, the, so the vinyl just ends up being a ticket, more or less, to access what you really want. Yeah, so I have some vinyl, but I don't have any way to play it. I've, I've only bought it to get that code <laughs> to download the digital version. Yeah, I don't know if that's more like a hipster thing. Uh, I don't own any, I don't have a record player. Um, shoot, I don't even have a CD player other than, you know, using the, the Blu-ray player as a CD player. Oh, yeah. yeah like, I, I don't even I don't, have CDs. I've got the CD, DVD, whatever drive in my computer, my old tower. And that's and it. I had had all my CDs actually left over from college. Like I retained them up to the point where uh, my car got broken into and they got taken. Oh wow! Which you know, it's like I don't know why anybody want my Radiohead CD that much. They bust out my window <laughs> and take it, but they did, and uh, they did not take my stereo, <laughs> which was the irony of it. Like you would think they'd be trying to break into my car, take my to stereo. Get the stereo. That's usually what. Yeah, it's but the, the stereo, stereo or was, any money that might happen to be laying around in there or anything valuable but so did you have like the big the zipper you know case with all the CDs yeah it's it? the giant you know wallet full of of right. cds and they were just in there uh the radio did not actually physically play them <laughs> <laughs> it did not have a cd playing capacity to it i don't know why they were just sitting in my car um but they were there and i was on deployment and they actually got stolen out of uh the parking lot at my um my units uh basically the, the company spaces they're called you know it's like the command post basically yeah where, you know it's like where your you know upper echelon leadership is and so forth yeah like an unlikely place to have your car broken into to say the least it's like on a military installation in front of you know the head <laughs> that's right <what I'm> <laughs> where there should be security yeah, yeah or the, like they're or cameras or something you know something of that nature but yeah, but I have not bought another CD since because it's just sort of like, well, you know, I ripped them all down before they got stolen anyway. So I still have them. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, there's there's a big resurgence of vinyl from a lot of people I know around here. Granted, the vinyl stores are usually right next to the weed stores. You know, <laughs> that's good marketing right there. Like, And you'd have to have like a Taco Bell across the street or something <laughs> like that. At, yeah, at least one fast food restaurant. Sure. Some kind of a trifecta going on there you got the weed store a fast food joint be it taco bell or jack in the box or something and then like you know a vinyl store or like a like a vintage consignment place i don't know that that's kind of a little bit of like seattle culture here is weed legal in georgia um no not recreational or even really medicinal they've got um what is it the cbd oil so you can grow hemp you know, if you have a, you can get a license to grow hemp and process it to squeeze the oil out of it. Right. But that's it. Okay. Um, You've got fully, completely legal, right? Yes. I mean, it's not like you can back a dump truck up to a dispensary though. and be like, fill her up. It's, (laughs) it's, uh, (laughs) it's, uh, it's very, uh, it's controlled and it's, it's expensive. It, it's uh but i mean then again like you know you walk in there it's like the, a boutique maybe like somebody who you know some retail sales professional coming up to you and like hey look at all this selection we have here um what kind of what kind called. of high would you like uh what kind of high can i get and they're like you can have all these different kinds of high here let me explain it's basically how it goes it's like you go in there and like somebody <laughs> is is like 
installing all the virtues of like all the various different, you know, strains of, of marijuana that you can buy. Um, you know, it's, just, it's like the kind of stuff that we call like lawyer bud or something like that. It's like the higher end, right. You know, compared to like, you know, dirt weed or whatever it is you bought with high school. <laughs> You know, of course, they ask more for it. It's, it's the same thing. Plus, you know, there'd be like the whole wall of like pipes and bongs and hookahs the and all that stuff. And, yeah. Except they're selling it in such a way where it look, looks like you're in an art gallery. Just about. <laughs> <laughs> or you're there to, you know, buy a brand new BMW or something. It's right. it's, it's it's all fancy. It isn't it's just all... like, you know, a, a shady hole in the wall store no. with signs everywhere saying like, hey, this is for tobacco use only. That sort of thing. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Sure. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Yeah, so, it's all it's all high end stuff. Like it's it's uh, it's not all like uh, printed with the Grateful Dead skull or right. Peace yeah, there's there's gonna or... be like some kind of adult contemporary music playing you know in the background, and it's it's gonna be you know kind of a higher echelon. I don't know. Maybe those are the, just the dispensaries I've gone to, but you know. that's kind of how I imagined them being. I haven't I haven't seen one in person, but like it's an Apple store, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like like the new uh, you know new iPhone would be on some kind of a pedestal in the middle of the store. Like, Hey, oh, here it is. The new iPhone. Oh, you know, it's a big spotlight. Special lighting. Yeah. Yeah. Instead it would be like, you know, the $500 bong or something like that. Or (laughs) (laughs) the one that has its own online app, you know, it's, you can hook it up to your Wi-Fi. It'll tell you when you've overtoked or something like that. Little red light will start flashing something. (laughs) bongs with bluetooth yeah <laughs> hey if they're not if they're not out there already they're coming you know they're, they're, they're somebody's gonna be like gonna find a way to have your bong be on the internet or something like that. <laughs> and you can only hope that it's not gonna be able to talk to your boss and be like this is how much weed your employee is smoking during their off time <laughs> yeah <laughs> so what is it is it 21 or 18 what's the the age for going it's 21 for everything okay like if you want to get a pack of smokes, you got to be twenty. Oh really? Yep. Yeah, I think I had heard of that happening in places, raising the age on that. So sometimes we do news items on the show. Do you want to talk about some interesting news? Sure. There's a theme for that. This is it. It sounds very newsy, like you know. I don't know. Just breaking. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. The wind. (laughs) I need to get my my fart sound effects back. I don't have any. Um, You want good fart sound effects? Um, (laughs) There's an episode of John Oliver where he kind of goofed on Jim Cramer. You know, the the Mad Money guy. Uh He's got that whole keyboard of buttons that make, uh, you know, very, like when Jim Cramer's doing a show. He's got this whole soundboard of big big red shiny candy like buttons that's what <laughs> where uh you're like stocks are down today and he'll push the button you know and it, it's something. yeah <laughs> but uh john oliver did the service of changing every single one of those buttons to control a fart sound of some kind or <laughs> and it's hilarious and it covers the whole fart spectrum <laughs> Short to long, quiet to loud, dry to wet. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thai food farts. Oh, boy. food farts. Well, chicken wing farts. That was like one of the things about, you know, when everybody started getting these uh, pocket computer things that 
have a phone app. Um, oh, the uh, the new addiction, <laughs> basically. Yeah, because <laughs> of course, you know the the fart apps were actually have a. If I can find it, I have a a folder that is fart. That's called fart apps. Most of them died. You know, like they don't. The developers didn't keep them up. Yeah, they're, well, it's, it's a I, fart app. I, have I mean, two. what you know does it need a lot of updates? I have one left that works. It's just called fart. <laughs> that was one. That's two. Yeah, that had some bad background noise to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think mean... that person probably had to check their <laughs> pants. Wow. That was in the restroom. In a very large tiled public restroom. So it has some reverberation oh, yeah. to it. <laughs> Classic squeakers. <laughs> Oh, and I, I hit the ad wall. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> so basically, that was Jim, Jim Cramer's soundboard. Pretty much, yeah. Except, he, you know, it's Jim Cramer, so he's, you know, he's talking serious, you know, dollars and cents type of, of, of uh, you know, information he's disseminating. Like, if you do this, you'll make money. If you don't, you'll go broke, that sort of thing. And, and then, <laughs> with fart sounds thrown in. <laughs> Oh, so this was uh, teased last week uh, by Matthew, who was our guest last week, and it, I looked it up because I didn't, I didn't believe him, and it is true. Kim Jong Un has banned mullets and skinny jeans in North Korea. Oh, okay. So he's basically <laughs> banned the entirety of the 1980s and 2000s, and rednecks, and, and rednecks, and um. Gen Z hipster types and I guess younger millennials because well, there's a lot of them in North Korea. Yeah, yeah, because there are a lot of those in North Korea. <laughs> Granted, if you are one, you're going to stick out. Like, like basically, like, hey, there's a hipster, get them. You know, like they're they're gonna definitely be changing their ways pretty quick. Yes, there are only 15 official non-socialist. That's in quotes. Haircuts that are allowed. Huh. The mullet is not one of them. Well, bummer. That'll be the official haircut of Canada. He's also outlawed ripped jeans, t-shirts with slogans on them, uh, nose and lip piercings. Okay, so th- these this is important official business at the uh, the Kim Jong Un Palace. It's like <laughs> things coming across his desk, like hmm. What do I, what do I, what demands my attention as a, as a, a global leader today? Oh yeah. Mullets. Hey, Hey, do you think we should do something about all the people in our country who are starving and don't have electricity or running water? No, let's, let's ban mullets. Yeah. <laughs> we can only control what we can control. Yeah. <laughs> that sort of thing. Oh, how about some, uh, Georgia news, North Georgia news. Go for it. Union County. Do you you know where that is? I don't. It's in North Georgia somewhere. No, I mean, Georgia has a lot of counties, though. Yeah, Georgia's counties are very small. There's so many of them. Like, it looks like somebody took, like, a glass, like, a tempered glass state and dropped it. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, that's what Georgia looks like with all the counties. That is is the best description of what Georgia's county lines look like that I have ever heard. Thank you for that. (laughs) I'm here for you, Mike. (laughs) 
oh man that was awesome yeah union county well it's probably close to tennessee or north carolina um somewhere in the mountains yep uh up there by helen yeah union county 9911 is asking for people to uh stop calling them about the cicadas oh that's that's funny we don't have them here i'm missing out yeah yeah we don't have them down closer to the metro it's they they are obnoxious i've experienced them in the in the past and they are freaking obnoxious but this Um, is that uh brood x the ones that come out every 17 years brood x yep so like they're like they're basically they're our generation of cicadas (laughs) so they should be you know they shouldn't be as obnoxious as the uh, the preceding and following generation of cicadas. No, no. The Brood X cicadas were the ones that uh, they never wore skinny jeans. Their jeans were stonewashed. And, yeah. um, and they, they wore the mullet seriously because they thought that was the, uh, the style of the time. And they always uh, <laughs> had to carry a, a house key with them because, you know, <laughs> the preceding generations of cicadas were usually working. <laughs> when they got got home so both parents yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah people are calling uh 911 because they think that the the cicada noise which is so loud isn't is some kind of alarm a house alarm or a car alarm so they're getting all these literally false alarm calls and it's just cicadas that's that's funny that is funny like enough to, they have to pass a local ordinance saying like hey stop stop they, this i don't think they passed an ordinance but they're they're just asking people please stop calling <laughs> <laughs> it says the cicada noise can approach 100 decibels oh yeah they're loud yeah they're like if you're near a tree it it's uh you don't want to be near the tree basically it's, it's the last time i experienced cicadas i think was actually in china of all places and like which is amazing because like there's really no wildlife in china to speak of so you know it's it, it, good job china you've managed to you know eliminate most fuzzy woodland type creatures that we take for granted but, this is like actually out in in the wilderness there's no wildlife uh well just the closer you get to the actual that's, whatever that's a question i cannot substantiate but um <laughs> Like even you go in a major urban area, there's going to at least be pigeons or squirrels. There's going to be some sort of you know diehard wildlife that even if it's a big downtown, it's it's you know it's going to be in a park or whatever. Right. Um, uh, yeah, there isn't that. Do they have? Do they not have rats in their cities? <laughs> I have not found it. Well, I did not see any rats. Um, that does not mean that they're not there. China does a very good job of you know trying to just you know not disclose that type of information like <laughs> we'll put it like this you know like the the obvious pollution in the air which looks like the city's on fire all the time <laughs> uh was downplayed to be missed air quotes time air quotes missed. oh yeah no we heard, heard all about that uh what 13 years ago during the olympics when they were in beijing yeah yeah they, they called it the rejuvenating mist yeah what does it rejuvenate <laughs> cancer tumors maybe i don't know <laughs> but yeah they called it the mist and you know yeah. it sounds like it should be the title to a horror movie basically and uh but yeah but 
I don't think I can't remember during the Olympics if they they I think they vastly curtailed the factory output and people's driving, so it would look like it, did, it didn't look as bad as it usually. Yeah, did, like all the auspices of like, hey, we have real sky. There's blue sky there somewhere. You know, here it is. No, I remember really watching it. on TV and it was like, like orangey brown, like yellowy yeah. orangey brown, and and any time they had to like if they were if they had a helicopter following, you know, like the the cyclists or whatever, or the, the runners or whoever was, you know, going a long distance. And they had, they had the helicopter up in the air with the camera, like they, the helicopter, they'd have to cut the cut away from the helicopter shot because the, you couldn't see anything. Yeah. And that would just be unflattering to China. Like, yeah, our, our sky is a shade of baby poop. That's <laughs> <laughs> not something you want your country to be known for, but. Um... Uh, I really want to open the fart app back up, but. <laughs> I'm afraid, afraid of what's going to happen. So, um, <laughs> I got out as a petty officer first class. So, PFC? Which, is that what that? Uh, no, it's private well, first it's, class. It's an E6 rank. So, it's, it's yeah, it's kind of like enlisted middle management. I was pretty much, you know, kind of done being in the field, actually working, working yeah. sort of thing. I was, I was kind of doing some more like the, the project management stuff. And, uh, e six, yeah. How many how many penises is that on your arm on your uniform? How many penises? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know. I'm trying to chevrons. They're flipped over. They're like, like the arm. Like we have the flaccid penises, I guess. <laughs> here the army is ah! being uh, much more erect, but <laughs> <laughs> in the navy, they're vaginas. <laughs> yeah, they're flipped over. Because that's hey, that... the navy gets gets a lot of of. Both deserved and undeserved ribbing. Well, I mean, sure. if they're doing that to their uniforms, they yeah, they're asking for it. Yeah, basically, <laughs> but it's it's three, three penises. Okay, <laughs> three, three inverted penises, three upside down penises. Yeah, yes, <laughs> three hanging penises. Basically, that's that whole that, that that that's from the Da Vinci Code, where they're talking about the symbols for ma- male and female, you know, and how the, you know, the I symbol if the for military male thought- is thought that one through when they were uh coming up with a different uh you know because other countries don't use the penises and the vaginas they use other stuff but right um like i don't think russia uses anything like that for enlisted ranks and then and then there's just like big stars and little stars for officers so yeah russia is definitely a penis and vagina free place if you're in their military so they're more of a uh, of a um, Ed McMahon. Oh, what's I can't think of the the name of the thing, the talent show that Ed McMahon did. Right, you got to reach for the stars. Pretty much. Was that almost <laughs> before our time? That show. I think it was. I think it's like that was in the same the same general. I think, I think that was in the black and white era. Just about. Either that or I still had a black and white TV, which still, <laughs> it's hard still places tell, yeah. a pretty long time ago. Yeah, we had we had the color TV in the in the, the living room and then the black and white TV in the in the, in the, the other kitchen room. Or, or the, yeah. it was, that was like the spare bedroom on the ground floor that nobody nobody used. It was like the it became the guest room um, when we were older. But when my sister and I were kids, it was they called it the playroom and that like all our toys, our shared toys were in there. Uh it had the black and white TV with the, the pong machine <laughs> hooked up to it. 
Pong. You know, the, the Atari 2600 was in the living room on the color TV, yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. The Pong didn't need a color TV. So Yeah, but Frank Black didn't sing a song about the Atari 2600. The Atari 2600, no. <laughs> that was out of his lexicon when he was he was coming up with that song. Maybe maybe that's a, that should be your theme song. If you're going to be Pong? a regular guest. Whatever happened to Pong? I can see that. It'd be fun. That's right. You get to, you get to pick a, um, a theme now. When you come back, you don't have to. I'll still, I'll still have to uh, anguish for hours on that. You're like, I don't have any tattoos because I've never come up with something <laughs> that I would actually be able to live with being on my body for posterity. But um, sort of yeah, believe it or not, after um, you know almost 430 episodes, that that is a conversation that just happened like a month or so ago on this on this show. Um, I'm just talking about tattoos. Me and uh, Kevin regular guest started talking about how we both we both have the same attitudes about tattoos like we just we we don't have any problem with tattoos we're we're not against tattoos we would get a tattoo but there's just nothing that we care about <laughs> enough to bother having tattooed on us like we well, never... there's a lot of people that have really bad tattoos <laughs> Yeah, well, you that's know, the like, other extreme. Sure, yeah. They, they go into the tattoo parlor, you know, they're drunk or high or whatever. They're like, I don't want that one. You know, they yeah. point at the wall. There's just like some just generic ones that, that have like no meaning. You know, they're just like, oh, I just got a tattoo just because. That's right. Yeah. Thing. And I own a Harley Davidson. You know, I should, by all rights, have like full sleeves and everything. And I don't have a single tattoo. Yeah. And, uh, Heck, owning owning a Harley like makes you a, a a Packer fan. Like you're you're part of Packer Nation. Right or brewer, I guess brewer, I don't brewer know. Like nation or the box or whatever. Like you could be, you're you've got Wisconsin cred just owning a Harley. Well, uh, in boot camp, we actually did a parade in downtown Milwaukee because uh, it was Fourth of July, and they you know packed us all up and we <laughs> did a parade. You know, which is you know just a really long walk. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> what was the weather like? It was hot. It was it was hot and muggy. It, it was like this it typical, was, you know, up, you know, typical northern plains type of weather. Still, though, that's not every Fourth of July. <laughs> I can tell you. No. Oh God, no. What, what, what's the default? Uh, you're 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 lucky if it's the same as it was last year. That's the default. There is there's no default. So there's so there is no default. No, no. So you should probably pack like sunscreen, shorts, t-shirt, a hoodie, jeans. You know, like. <laughs> It can be any of that, anything that can, that can possibly think like bring your snow shovel, that sort of thing. Uh, as far but as it, I know, that's the only thing that hasn't happened on the 4th so of July. So it has not snowed <laughs> on the 4th of July. Okay. No. <laughs> I remember one where it was, uh, well, because you're on the lake, yeah. right? And the weather's always different on the lake. We're um, always going to need bug spray. Pretty much, that's be yeah. Default. Except for the, the year I'm thinking of where it was like the high temperature was 60. So it was in the fifties in the, in, in the morning when the parade was happening and it was like low clouds and windy, like really, really windy. So there was probably a wind. So it sucked. It was horrible. (laughs) It was like, what is this? February? (laughs) Like that weather during that, that like that 4th of July sounds like the typical winter weather here. Yeah, that's winter. Yeah, then, yeah that's winter weather. Add, add like add the mist of rain. That's you know just enough to get you wet, but not quite. Yeah, it was probably yeah. We we probably had that going on too near, near the lake. It was just and that was it wasn't even raining. It was probably just wind 
driven mist coming off the lake. Um, yeah, so there were no bugs that year. <laughs> huh. That was horrible. I when I was living in upstate New York, the weather would be occasionally schizophrenic like that, but usually by July 4th, I mean, like the snow was finally all melted and we were like, you know, like hey, this is summer. Yeah. Like, this is unadulterated, untouchable summer, basically. Yeah, well, we had we had more hot, muggy, sunny Fourth of July's than anything else, but Yeah, there's just that one freak occurrence. No, I mean it could have been cooler, it could have been raining, it could have been hot and dry or warm and humid or warm and dry or cold and dry. I mean like I said, the only thing it didn't do was snow. Yeah. Well that's 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 coming. <laughs> It would, it would definitely make for some interesting conversation on the internet. That's for sure. It snowed on 4th of July. Oh my God. <laughs> What's the world coming to? And it isn't even in Alaska. <laughs> Summer in Alaska gets pretty bad. Like hot from what I hear. Yeah. It was a couple of years ago. It showed, you know, people actually like, I don't know if there's anything that passes for a beach. In Alaska, I don't like. I don't think Juno is known for its beaches. Not sand, anyway. Maybe like yeah. rocks. Rocks. That's that's what we have here. We have rock beaches. It's like rocks and uh, and like blown down trees. <laughs> the ones that didn't get caught up in the snowblower. Yeah, <laughs> or the, or the, or the uh, sorry, the snowplow. <laughs> yep. No, these are like giant, you know, big giant logs that uh, you know, drifted out into the ocean, and then we you know we get a storm and they get blown back. But yeah, no sand, just rocks and logs. Like dr- driftwood uh, sculpture is pretty big. Around. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're not known for our beaches, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Even during those four months of the year that you don't want people to know about when it is nice. Oh uh, no, nobody's figured out a way to import a bunch of you know sand from Hawaii or anything yet, and and keep it there. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> Prevent it from from going from away. getting eroded away to nothing. Like one good storm, and it's it'd be gone. It'd oh, yeah. Start over. yeah. Now the only way to to get sand and keep it is to have it already. To, and even then, you gotta like build, you know, special protrusions out into the into the yeah, water to, to like try to keep kind of it seawall or keep whatever. It from like it's, it's not there to protect you know like houses or it's just to keep the nice pristine white sand there. Like it'll you know close in and and basically guard the beach that sort of thing that'd be interesting to see i don't know but <laughs> or just yeah i don't know i mean the waves get pretty pretty crazy here because basically seattle it's like shielded from the fury of the pacific ocean by mountains and like the other side of those mountains is like the most wet temperate rainforest i think in north america and also you know you get all the the what they call extra tropical cyclones come up here during the winter time, which it just means like, hey, this is a cyclonic weather system that shouldn't be here, but it is, and it's kind of like a hurricane, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a storm system that's spinning. Basically, yes, yep. It'll actually like like weather geeks just just have a, a field day with these winter storms because it's kind of like they can't call it a hurricane or a typhoon, but they act very similar so but they're you know they're spawned in different ways but yeah it's it's you know there's definitely a rotation there's no eye but um but they come in and yes your white sand beach will be screwed if these hit we're talking about the ho rainforest the ho rainforest yeah are you you looking it up (laughs) yeah i just did 
because I, I I knew that that the only uh, the only tech you know quote unquote rainforest in North America was up there. Um, oh yeah, it's. Uh... I didn't know the name of it though. <laughs> is, is, so it's pronounced ho. <laughs> H- As in slap though, yeah, yeah, H O H. Yep. So yeah, it's I don't I'm I'm sure in the indigenous language the name makes more sense. I mean it's because uh, I think the ho is actually on one of the reservations. It's under tribal jurisdiction, basically. There's there's a lot there's a lot of natives here. Yeah, I'm not... which means there's a lot of casinos too. Those are everywhere. <laughs> it seems. Yeah, just about every every county has a casino. There's a bunch of them in between Seattle and Tacoma, and I mean, they're not quite Vegas in their scope, right. but I mean, we're talking about BFB, you know, like housing this casino. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, they're world class hotel. I guess they don't. Do they? I'm trying to think. Do they even have them down here? I don't don't know if we have casinos down in in Georgia. I think they'd be like like a Cherokee or something. Well, yeah, that's what it would be. I guess I'm thinking of uh, where I'm from. Wisconsin's full of casinos. There's a a giant casino and, and hotel and resort in downtown Milwaukee, Potawatomi. So let's go to the pot and waste some money. Exactly. Oh yeah, that's what people do. It's one of the things is is yeah, going to the casino. Upstate New York's full of them, right? Yep, big time. Um, Although, uh, well, the biggest one was up by the St. Lawrence, the St. Regis tribe, or I don't know, St. Regis area. It's it, that's that's where the big like basically there isn't a casino like every county in New York State. It's just. It's they're built on reservations and there just right. isn't that many. So I know there's one near the Finger Lakes, but there's definitely the one up around like Niagara Falls, nor- like northern, northern, yeah, by Niagara Falls. And uh, that's that's the, the casino. Like if you're going to go to the casino, that's where you go. Yeah, when you lived in that area. So I never went. I never indulged myself in that. Yeah, there's there's a chain of them in Wisconsin called Ho Chunk. Ho chunk. H O chunk. Ho chunk. <laughs> Is it two words? No, it's one word, I think. It's word one word? Okay. Ho chunk. Yep. They make it sound like it's, you know, like a chain of like all you can eat buffets or something like that. Oh no, it is two words. I'm sorry. <laughs> ho chunk. Oh, it's it's hyphenated. Yeah, it's oh, ho dash okay. chunk. There's like ten of them. I'm trying to find out. It seems like there are there were several of them. Let's see what Wikipedia says. They should have their own website. No, no, it just says there's one. Seems to me like they had multiple locations. Or maybe they're just well advertised around the state. (laughs) (laughs) They're everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, this just says that it's the one in Wisconsin Dells. Going to their website. Yeah, this just seems like it's one. So could they build a casino next to uh, the Packers Stadium? God, you know what? I bet you there is one now. <laughs> they did this huge development up there called Title Town, where the, you know, the the corporation that owns the team, um, yeah, because it's a corporation with with shareholders. I'm one of them. Yep. <laughs> I own one five millionth of the team, approximately. I bought during the uh, the last sale of stock, like ten years ago. How much? How much does a, a share of Green Bay Packers cost? Uh, the la- the last time they made it available, when I bought it, was two fifty. 
two dollars and fifty cents. Two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> it's just a way for them to raise money. It's like worthless. It's not worth the paper it's printed on. But I get to say I I own the team. And I get to shop in the shareholders section of the uh pro shop website and buy That's special. Well, is, is the stuff. is the field still like just an anonymous name? Like is it I mean because every other stadium is named like you know pepsi field or mercedes stadium or you know all that sort of thing there's all this corporate affiliation with it they managed to avoid that it's still the stadium is called lambo field the field still lambo field the field is lambo field as far as i know okay i don't don't think there's any differentiation they but they sold naming rights to all of the entrances like the gates Hmm. and other parts of the building so like, you buy tickets to go to Lambeau Field to be like, okay, so your seat is in this sub area, this row, whatever. You got to go through the, Mil- uh, the the Miller Gate or the Miller Gate or the or the. Uh, I think there's actually there's a casino gate. I'm trying to think of what it is. <laughs> so it'd be the Ho Chunk Gate. It's not Ho Chunk. It's a uh, the different one, and I'm blanking on the name. But they use. It sounds like they use local businesses to name it. right yeah it's not gonna be like delta airlines gate or you know microsoft gate or something like that no it's all gonna be wisconsin stuff okay so they tried to keep it somewhat grounded yeah american family insurance oneida nation that's the miller light gate quick trip gate not q u i c k quick trip k w i k quick trip yeah <laughs> um bell and healthcare which is a big hospital group up there associated bank and fleet farm gate <laughs> at least some of them aren't too overly <laughs> verbose <laughs> yeah yeah miller gets um the main gate that goes into the the giant atrium that's like four stories tall and has like pretty much all the stuff, all the, you know, like the main, the, so it's uh, like the main concourse basically. Yeah. It's like, it's a concourse. Yeah. Yeah. That all the restaurants, the, the pro shop is off of that. The, um, what am I thinking of trying to think of the hall of fame where you go to look at the super bowl trophies, trophies and banners and all that stuff. Yep. You get to, you get to go look at the recreation of Vince Lombardi's office featuring a replica desk because the real desk, <laughs> they didn't know, uh, they didn't know which one, which desk was, which it was sitting in storage and some guy like had it in his office and, uh, and he, he got a new job working for the Buffalo bills. So he took the desk with him. Nice. <laughs> so Vince knowing Lom- full well that he's taking the Vince oh, he Lombardi kn- desk. He knew what he had. Yeah. And <laughs> so how many, how many Vince Lombardi physical trophies are there? I mean, they're, I mean, the Stanley cups is Stanley cup. It's like, you know, it's all beat up and. You know, people have been drinking beer out of it and stuff like that. I think there's only one Stanley Cup. But yeah, yeah, it just supposedly like the Vince Lombardi Trophy. There's like like yeah, they make a basically new one there's year. copies of it that go to like the owner of the team or the you know the head coach or it's like like there's there's multiples. Oh, you think each each year they put out multiples? I'm, I I wasn't aware of that. I thought there was just the one. Yeah, I don't, I don't like like what Super Bowl know. did we just have? Was that? 52 the one where you know tom brady won again (laughs) which is like a you know kind of a repeat of a bunch of other super bowls (laughs) freaking tom brady 
I hate them, but I love them all at the same time. You know? Yeah. Like, there was, yeah. So there's, there should only be 52 Vince LaFarge trophies. But if what you're saying that they actually make multiple copies, like they have like token copies to give to like the owner, like the owner of the team gets his own copy. Does it... Either they, like, I don't know if they get to keep it, um, but you know, there's, there's something like the owner of the team is going to have something in a display case. Like, Hey, this is, you know, this is mine for however long, you know, that sort of thing. It might, might be worthy of more research on that one. But as far as I know, the Stanley cup, there's only one and it's, you know, right. It's haggard looking. It's, it's been it's, around. It's been around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been dropped a few times, I bet. Oh, yeah. You know, because, you know, I mean, it'll go to that, you know, basically the victory party. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of inebriated hockey players. And we're, we're already talking about a group of individuals that are going to be a little rough around the edges to start with. So yep. we finally have a hockey team here coming on board uh, here in Seattle. Like, uh, I don't, I don't know anything about hockey. What's the main league, the major league of hockey? the NHL. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I did know that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's an NHL team. Yes. Okay. Um, it's the Seattle Kraken. Oh yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. Yep. I actually like that name. And, uh, <laughs> was that one of those ones where they, uh, people got to vote on it online? You know, I don't think so this time. I mean, cause, cause, like, it, cause uh, it didn't come out hockey McHockerstein. Yeah, because you know, like, because yeah. that's what happens when people get to vote all the online. variations of Bodie McBoatface. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, they still they still had a a couple of those online namings because there was um, a boring machine for a sewage storage tunnel that's being built, and uh, yeah, it was all like or like a, a, a street sweeper it was it was actually a robotic street sweeper for bike trails or something of course people are like sweepy make a sweep face and all that sort of stuff uh, i'd have to look it up i don't want to see what they named this this tunnel boring machine now i gotta go to the internet <laughs> <laughs> but they let people people decide online were they allowed to um suggest names or, or were they only limited to choosing from certain names Let's see here. There was much. So the context of this, this is to bore a giant storage tank for poop. <laughs> into, into the uh, bedrock or something. Uh, I don't know. It's under the ground. It's going to be like, you know, hold millions and millions and millions of gallons of, of untreated raw sewage. Now, uh, so Seattle they have- has grown so much where there's been a lot of oopses where <laughs> raw sewage has ended up in Puget Sound, especially we get, a, you know, good, good steady rain of some kind like imagine that happening here but uh <laughs> at least that's what you want people to think exactly so we had sir digs a lot instead of sir mix a lot because uh <laughs> sir mix a lot is from bremerton oh and, that's uh, nice yep uh mud honey which is a band yep. from from back in the day that's one of those uh grunge bands that um that everybody, all the grunge bands that got famous said, yeah, we used to listen to those guys, but they never got famous themselves. But there's, there's other ones here, but this site's paywalled. And ah. so now I got to find one where it's not paywalled. But I think Mud Honey won. Oh, so it's called? It's called Mud Honey. <laughs> so like the poop is the honey in the mud? Is that? Well, you know, it's like, it's like Honey Dipper Dan, that sort of thing. Or, you know, like, like you rent a, a honey, a porta potty. They call them honey buckets here. 
I've never heard of poop referred to as honey before. Let's see. Yeah, there's a whole uh, whole comedy sketch of Honey Dipper Dan. You should look it up. <laughs> honey Dipper Dan. I think it was actually a. It wasn't SNL. It was another comedy routine. No, we're gonna have to save that for next time. It was Mad TV. Okay. It was from Mad TV. Anyway, so yeah, next time. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we move past the whole Bodie McBoat face <laughs> naming convention. We're gonna have to come up with something new. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, at least with uh, putting it up for the public to name something. I think I think everybody's learned their lesson at this point. Yeah. Yeah. The well, the things that have won have been ones that have actual context to like, you know, Seattle or whatever. You know, it isn't just gonna be like just the generic meme inspired type of stuff. So and the mud honey name, that's perfect for, for what it is. So it's Apparently. a giant <laughs> boring machine for a tunnel for poop. Millions and millions in gallons. I'm sure they'll have some kind of access hatch so somebody can go down and, and you know see what see what's inside of us or whatever. You've you've heard like they'll basically <laughs> analyze people's uh you know sewage to find okay, this many people are like eating this or taking these drugs or you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, I've I've heard of that in the context of like like testing for testing for drugs, but that doesn't really give you an accurate measurement though because it's still so many people will just like flush their extra prescription drugs down the toilet instead of yeah turning them in or other or or, you know just taking them recreationally like you're supposed to i mean turning them into the police like you're supposed to (laughs) but yeah some some you know somebody went and got a degree in you know whatever biology (laughs) or whatever like somebody spent a lot of time and money in school getting advanced uh you know education degrees whatever you know they could be like doctor poop tester (laughs) they have a phd in in in, you know fecal science of some kind or or maybe it was never meant to be that but it's like hey after all this time and and effort and work you are going to analyze people's crap (laughs) well really i was just uh floating around from uh uh, biology department to biology department at the, the local universities, but then I, uh, I I discovered that uh you know I could specialize in poop testing. Yeah, that that turned out to be that person's calling in life. <laughs> and now I have three homes and a boat. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, people that, that work in that, um, like I had to get my septic tank pumped, and yeah, because I mean I live out far enough in the, in the sticks where I have to have a septic tank. Yep. And I was renting this house before I bought it. So part of the whole, you know, you've done the whole home buying process, like certain things, certain boxes have to be checked. Right. So even though like I've been here 10 years, I've only owned the place for five, but anyways, the, the septic tank had to get pumped. So basically I tried to be out of their way as much as possible. Although the guy was having trouble finding where the tank was because the, the covers buried in the yard and I you know, went out there and like, Hey, it's kind of there. So <laughs> anyway, he dug it up and, and I go out there just to kind of check on things. And he has his head like all the way down into the tank. <laughs> well, he has no sense of smell left after he must not. I mean, like however many years, 
you know, it was one of those moments where like, whoa, dude, you're a better man than me. I couldn't do that. <laughs> you know, sticking your head into the time capsule of, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner from the past, you know, five years or however long. But... <laughs> yeah, it's never been opened. There's no fresh air in there. Oh, only just that one time. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> apparently he, it was fresh enough for him. I mean, his head was was not visible. Like, it looked like his head was the septic tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a job I want. No. no. Uh, well, it's probably not a job on anybody, you know, when they're a little kid and is asked, <laughs> like, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> I want to clean septic <laughs> definitely, tanks. Definitely nobody's going to answer that. <laughs> I want to be an astronaut or a fireman. No, I want to pump septic tanks. Mm-hmm. and stick my head in there just like like it's part of the inspection process i guess like they got to make sure that all the various different components of it are in proper working order it's part of the you know he had a whole checklist oh this was the inspector this wasn't a, a septic tank guy no it was but like you know he has the authority to be the inspector ah for that like there's a whole uh, washington state board of health form that he has to fill out and then i have to sign and all that sort of thing so Basically, it's, you know, just saying, like, hey, the, you know, everything's the poop is is, is doing what it's supposed to do. And it's not the, leaking it, not leaking into the environment. It's, sort of it's not it's not leaking out faster than it's supposed to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, I mean, you're you're in town, so you don't have to worry about that. You got, you know, city water and sewer and all that. Yep. Fortunately. And I actually I. But I don't know. I mean, I have peace and quiet here, but in exchange, you know, as you I said, I'm sitting work. on a time capsule, of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> of all those uh, Thai food and Indian food and uh, chicken wing experiences. <laughs> I wonder if the inspector could tell that it was uh, that you you eat spicier food than the average person. I don't know. You know his head in there. I didn't ask and he didn't tell. <laughs> Because that would be an awkward conversation. So <laughs> okay. like, you certainly like to go to Buffalo Wild Wings a lot. I'm like, yeah, you can tell that just from the septic tank. <laughs> <laughs> or you seem to prefer IPAs over lagers or something. Wow. <laughs> That's awfully specific. Yeah, that would be that would be incredible. And like that would be a I would definitely, I would have to if that came up, it would be one of those moments where I just have to go back in my house and and, and not speak to that person until it was time to sign for it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's certain things you just have to kind of throw your hands up and be like, yep, that it, that that's what it is. You crossed the line there, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I envy your knowledge of the subject matter, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) please stay out of my business. Literally. (laughs) Oh boy. I think that's a good place to stop. Okay. (laughs) Talking about poop is always a good way to end a show. You know, you want to end on a high note. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what, what what better uh, topic of conversation is there than poop? I can't think of one. <laughs> well, you know, it's something everybody has in common. Everybody poops. Yeah. Somebody, like somebody if, wrote a children's book called Everybody Poops. Well, you know, I mean, when somebody tries to figure out how to unite the country and have us be friends again poop it's gonna be paste in poop somehow <laughs> you, we all do it we all do this 
Some of us may not admit to it, but we all do it. And it all stinks. <laughs> Again, some may not admit to it. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. That's that's opening up a can of worms. Well, true, true. <laughs> but you know, I'm sure somebody's had a celebrity encounter. I'm sure this be something like Howard Stern would talk about where um, <laughs> his first, you know, like big celebrity encounter would be somebody famous in the bathroom taking a really loud crap. <laughs> loud and stinky. Yeah. Loud and stinky. Yeah, exactly. You know, the kind where you would almost be like, hey, buddy, courtesy flush, you know, something like that. But, you know, the person in the stall is, you know, George Clooney or something. Just an example. Use George Clooney again. Why not? <laughs> He's our go-to <laughs> celebrity example for everything. Basically, yeah, it'd be the brevity for a, a celebrity person or Owen Wilson. Is <laughs> Owen Wilson in there tearing it up? <laughs> oh my god! Ah, you okay in there? <laughs> oh, oh wow! What the hell did I eat? <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm telling Owen Wilson that he needs a courtesy flush. That's, that'd be... I don't remember eating corn. Wow. Or peanuts. <laughs> when did I have peanuts? When did how did peanuts show up in my diet? <laughs> a Snickers bar. It looks the same going out as it did going in. Yeah. Anyway. See, I took it too far. Well, it's your show. You yeah, know. it's kind of my you, thing. You have that right. If you, if you feel bad about it, you can just edit it out. That's like, true. This is where I took it too far. Click. <laughs> I could, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Todd, thank you very much. Well, thanks for, for having me, Mike. It's been fun. Hopefully I didn't go, um, and, and all that stuff too much or, or make too many bumps around my desk. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time I'll have a webcam and I'll, I'll actually like clean up. So it doesn't look like a, you know, a savage lives here. You don't have to so, clean up. I don't care. You can, you, you, it's zoom. You, um, there's a, an option to put on a blurred filter on your background. So it like, it, really? it recognizes the outline of your head and shoulders. And so it, it leaves that clear, but it blurs everything out behind you. Can you put anything you want as a background? Yeah. Any photo you want. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> so I can have it be like the surface of the moon or. Yeah. Hmm, anything you want. Possibility. Maybe I can make it look like I'm broadcasting from inside a honey bucket. <laughs> I'm if you can find a photo from inside, yes, you can make it look well, like Well, it's easy. I just go down to the local ball field and take a picture <laughs> of the inside of the honey bucket. Excuse me, sir, what are you doing? <laughs> you don't want to know. You don't want to know. Everything's good. I'm not taking a picture of inside of a honey bucket or anything. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll look forward to that next time you're on the show. Yeah. And uh, think about what you want for a theme song. Well, I'm sh- I'll have to make a tattoo out of it, too, because yeah. it'll be that caliber <laughs> decision. Well, if you, if you don't like it, you can, I'll let you change it eventually. Eventually. Eventually, yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I will put some serious thought into it. All right. Well, thanks, Mike. Thank you. Do you want to stay online while I do the outro? Sure. Okay. You're going to have to help me, though. How do I help? You, you help by asking me, um, where can they find us? 
Where can they find us, Mike? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com and email us nerdburgershow at protonmail.com. Maybe you should put a QR code up, like have that be your background at the end. <laughs> but you can take your pocket computer and scan this and then you'll be able to reach us. Except it's not video, so. No. If it were, yeah, that could be a thing. Well, I'm, you know, I'm just trying, I'm throwing poop against the wall and see if it'll stick. <laughs> Keeping with the theme, I like it. (laughs) And here we go with the outro. Join us next time on Nerd Burger when a guest helps Mike throw poop at something. Could be a wall, could be a floor, could be the ceiling. Windows, doors, cabinetry, furniture, window treatments, art, a fancy bong on a table in the middle of the room with seductive well, downlighting on it. Really, throw anything. poop at a canvas and then call it art. A blank canvas on the wall waiting for poop to be thrown at it. Oh, yeah. I like it. We'll do that next time. (laughs) (laughs) Make millions, Mike. Come on. Think big here. Look forward to listening to the poop hit the canvas (laughs) on the audio podcast.